Welcome to You Get a Rose, first episode of Claire's season, or should we call it the Claire Tasha mashup season? Uh, I'm super excited to be talking about episode one, and here with me as my guest today is Lisa Adams. Hello, season. And I didn't introduce myself, but I'm Hannah W. Just rocking it. You're always walk- rocking it, Hannah. <laughs> so nice to see you again. Your hair looks epically long. Thank you. I know. I've definitely embraced the quarantine haircut. Well, I guess lack thereof haircut and just let it be right. I feel like we're all feeling that right now. Oh, yeah. I I have um, no I have zero beauty self-care practices. I'm wearing an XXL Costco shirt that I got for $14.99. Hey, Costco has good stuff. I have several shirts from Costco. So I'm proud of you. They've okay, got some good yes. deals there. They really do. And like great baby clothes too. I get a lot of baby clothes there. Oh, I'm not in that stage of life yet, but that is good to know. Yes. If you ever need to get someone like baby clothes as a gift, do it from Costco. It's always a good score. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to start this op- this episode off hot with some hot gossip from our guest reporter, from our weekly contributor. Contributor? Our weekly contributor, Angela Johnson. So let's play that hot gosh she sent us this week. Hey everyone, Angela here reporting the latest gossip and drama in the Bachelor franchise. Let's start with Claire and Benoit. They, their engagement was noticeably absent from the show last night. And according to Benoit's Instagram, they actually did film a segment which did not make it to air because they did not have time, but they are the best of friends. Next up is Matt James. He is the first black bachelor that we will have. Claire mentioned that she thinks he always wanted to be the bachelor, so he didn't necessarily have the best of intentions. Well, turns out it was revealed that one woman who is cast on his season, they had already been dating prior to both of them being cast within The Bachelor. That whole weird summer where Tyler Cameron was dating Gigi Hadid, yeah, Matt was spotted with one of the contestants who is cast on his season. Yes, juicy. Love it. All right, next up, our favorite Luke P. from Hannah B's season. He was actually fined $100,000 for breach of his contract. He made four unauthorized media appearances, which went against his contract. And the Bachelor franchise fined him $25,000 for each appearance. Next up is Madison Pruitt from our bland White Rice Peter season. She is allegedly dating NBA player Michael Porter Jr. from the Denver Nuggets, which if you're on a team called Nuggets, that's some serious street cred. Did a little digging on him. He is one of eight children. He went to a Catholic high school and he was a first round draft pick in 2018 in basketball. And she is an avid basketball player and fan. They're going to do great. Bachelor Nation baby news. My favorite couple, Jade and Tanner, they are preparing for their third and potentially final baby. On Jade's Instagram, they are doing a baby name bracket. They are down to their final two names and they fully intend 
to name their child whichever wins the bracket. So the last two names are Reed and Jack. In other news, Jeff Holm from Emily Maynard's season is dating Francesca Farrago from Too Hot to Handle. And her ex from the Netflix series, Harry, has recently done an interview mentioning how he wants to be cast as The Bachelor. Love it. If they could guarantee that he would do the series shirtless in a snap back, I'd eat that up. Like, I'd watch that. Lastly, Sean Booth went to a Tennessee Titans game last night. Do these people not know that there's a global pandemic going on? That's the Dirt Batches. I'm Angela signing off. See you next week. Amazing. So much hot gossip. I did not expect that was really good. <laughs> a litany of hot gossip this week. Um, first of all, I definitely noticed that Benoit was not mentioned in the opening package last night. I did as well, but it's also hard to keep up with her considering she's been on the franchise five times. So That's it's kind of like, you know, they can only fit in so many storylines and clearly Juan Pablo is going to take center stage yeah you just think like her most recent appearance was on winter games and she got engaged to Benoit on the after the final rose and it was very dramatic and it just seems unusual to not mention it because it plays into her storyline as somebody who very quickly falls in love which we already saw on this first episode she's just like opening up that can of worms right away with Dale so I feel like mentioning Benoit and being like, oh, remember how she got engaged and fell in love with Benoit in like four days? No, it's exactly the same story. Yes. She is the same plot line every single time in every single Bachelor episode or franchise. And so it's interesting because I feel like the Bachelor producers knew that going into this season. I think they knew that she would fall fast. And that might be why they're kind of playing into this two Bachelorette theme for this whole season. I mean, what choice do they have? Because obviously she absolutely sabotages the show like a few weeks in, um, as evidenced by the very telling trailer, which I was surprised by. I, su I was so surprised they gave us that much information in the preview, but I'm glad they did because honestly, most people know it. They know she Right, leaves. I think everyone knows it. It's yes. not like you're looking up spoilers that are hard to find or you have to read an article and be and read past the there will be spoilers point like it's everywhere like, it's like everyone drifted knows. in the air she's answered interviews about it it's becoming commonplace knowledge that people just know she taps she leaves the season halfway through she leaves with dale from what everything i've understood even i've remained completely unspoiled and even i have heard that Oh, absolutely. I never read the spoilers because I don't want to know what's going to happen on the season. I think it's so much more fun, but it's been everywhere. Yep. And it's been everywhere that it's Dale and that there definitely was something that happened on social media between them, whether that be she just watched his stories and looked at his pictures and fell in love with him even before she met him. Or I don't know if I totally believe that they weren't in contact before they met on that night one. Well, what I thought was interesting is that like, we're skipping ahead a little bit here, but when she talked to Blake later in this show, in this first episode, and she explicitly said, you were the only man to reach out to me. That made me go, okay, so did you hmm. reach out to Dale? Because yeah, that's a really so good explicit. point. And normally, they don't mention, like, the show likes to gloss up those behind-the-scenes things. Like, they don't like to put on TV, 
that she said something about the rules of the show and all of that because then it takes right. away the illusion that it's some sort of fairy tale that's happening off TV. They don't want people to know that they literally signed their lives away on these contracts prior right. to arriving. Especially these guys because they had to quarantine and get tested a bunch of times. And, like, and they were under contract for months before they even showed up. Right. And Which who knows like, what happens story. to the guys that are cut if they have to go back to some sort of hotel and get quarantined again or what the deal is there. But I'm guessing those men are just hanging around the resort and they're not actually home. Well, that's the awkward part. It's like, okay, bye. Go back to your room, which is literally probably a block away from everybody else that's still there. I also think... I, and maybe I'm wrong, totally wrong about this and somebody else has a bunch of tattoos, but last night, tattoos guy was sent home early. And I feel like I saw him in the trailer. Oh. And maybe I mixed him up with somebody else who, well, who has tattoos because we can, on the first night, we mostly can't see anybody who has tattoos because exactly. they're wearing a full suit. So maybe somebody else right, does wearing, have a bunch of tattoos. Yes. That's but, interesting, but I mean... I don't think the guys that we said goodbye to last night, I mean, we could see them again. I don't think it's the last of some of them. So that's what's interesting is that we're getting to know all these guys for Claire, but we're going to get to know them even more for another Bachelorette too. Yeah. Here's what I'm finding myself doing. I feel like during her intro package, I just completely zoned out. I was not at all interested. I was like, I don't care. I know Claire's leaving. I know what her drama is. I do not care about meeting any of these dudes. I just want to see her reactions to Dale. I want to see her interactions with Dale, and mm-hmm. I want to see that progress. I don't really care about any of the rest of the guys right now. I have to admit, the first, like, 40 minutes, so it took about 40 minutes for the guys to get out of the limo. Yes, yes. Um, I thought it was really slow. I thought it so was boring. Slow. And I think they were justifying how they were doing this show during a global pandemic. That? I think they were covering their butts. Yep. And they were like, oh, look at how many times we test. Like they literally showed some guy getting tested. That's how much I think they felt like they needed to prove that it was okay. Well, also, I mean, allegedly this, her whole portion of the season lasts nine days and they're trying to milk three, potentially four episodes out of it. They had to really slow down the intro episode because last year, remember like, in we had uh we started off the season uh, for peter's season with a date like we did we met all the women and then on that same night he went on the first date and we got to see that whole thing it was like a big huge episode and they crammed a lot in this right because they they had so much content to get through yes yeah it was super slow i will say i did really like the entrances from the guys this year you did i thought they were i thought they were funny and i thought there were a lot that were clever but not cheesy okay well let's talk about some of the guys I you know I, I struggled to get them all in order because they do that thing where they zip through a bunch that don't matter yeah um, no I did not even pay attention to like half the guys last yeah, night yeah well you know before the guys even came didn't you think it was so weird that Chris used this like I don't know if they're trying to coin the tagline you showed up Okay, I noticed that too because Claire was repeatedly that? said that. It's like, oh, you showed up. You showed up for me. And I'm also like, yeah, in theory, they did show up for you, but they also want to be famous. <laughs> also, but the, like, the phrase, you showed up, is so ineffective at what they're trying to yeah. do. Like, it's, it's almost like they're trying to remake Becca Tilly's tagline when she was like, let's do the damn thing. 
Oh, but Becca Kufrin? Yeah. T- I don't see myself wearing a t-shirt that says, I showed up. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a very it's, weak stance. Like, like if that's all you expect minimal. from a guy, for them yeah. to show up. <laughs> and also, these guys did way more than show up. They showed up like a month ago, and they fully quarantined. And I'm sure during that quarantine, they also were not on social media. They also no. were already under contract. They were completely isolated from each other because they hadn't met each other yet until they got in those limos. Oh, I'm sure they all went crazy. I have to point out when they did the little package of all of them in their rooms kind of going crazy, the guy that hit his head on the top, on the ceiling, made me laugh out loud. I was like, that would be me if I was stuck in a hotel room for two weeks, not being able to talk to a single person. I would jump right, on the bed again. I'm assuming they got all their food, like room service. Delivered. Can you imagine? You're like in this no. tiny box. 200 square feet for two solid weeks. If I did that for two weeks and then they sent me home on the first night, I would rage. I would be so mad. I I would would be like, you need to compensate me for the last two weeks I just had because this is horrible. And where, wait, where are they again? I know they said it in the package, but I really, like I said, I was Palm Springs. Okay, so they're in Palm Springs, yep. so it's, like, nice and toasty there. So at least they have some warmth. But. It's beautiful. I thought they actually set up the resort very well. And the look of the first night was very similar to the look of the mansion in California. It which almost I'm like, didn't look like it. I mean, it almost you couldn't tell it wasn't the mansion. And yeah. the only thing that you really, really noticed was different is that the floor wasn't wet. Oh, yeah. So, yes. like, I don't know why they do this, but it must add, like, a good TV effect. But they always hose down the the driveway looks like so it's it just like rained glistening wet when yeah. people show up and it was not glistening so they must not have brought a hose <laughs> they forgot that chris harrison yeah. forgot that so anyway after the crappy tagline um we start to meet the guys first we meet ben he's 29 boring absolute boring monotone he's like hello i am ben you are claire we are together human people i, I forgot about him for the like rest of the time the deep breath thing though you liked I th- it? I thought that was kind of cute. I kind of liked it. I thought he was boring. Yes. But I kind of thought, okay, that's actually, yeah. Like, she probably does need to take a deep breath right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. The okay. only thing about that is that it started Claire off on her incessant tick of saying, I love that. I love that. Oh, I needed that. Oh, I like that. Like, she said that She did have, like, three lines times. that she said to every single guy. Yes. But then again, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, I don't, I'd be, like, so nervous. I'd be like, who are these people? I yeah. don't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, I think just a thank you would be fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Keep it simple. I love don't that. Don't overdo it. It's like saying I love that is so third person, almost like you're commenting yeah. on something you just watched rather than just took part in. It's a throwaway. That's what I call a throwaway. Yeah. Like you say, it doesn't really mean much. Yeah. Then we had Riley, 30, the attorney, something about the attorney line, very cheesy, Zach C., who I thought, I just wrote down, um, kind of ugly. <laughs> I feel bad about even there saying were? that, but that's what I wrote down about him. No, I just did not think he yeah. was a very good-looking person. I'm so I, sorry. I wrote down bland. That's bland. all I had to say. He talks about quarantine really hugs, which like. I was like, they're really talking about the quarantine a lot. But I'm mm-hmm. watching this show so I can stop thinking about the pandemic. So stop. I thought <laughs> the same exact thing. It's like you are taking me away from quarantine from covid because you're making it look like it's not a thing so let's all act like it's not a yes, thing. yes I, I i need the fantasy like i didn't even think claire's dress really fulfilled the fantasy i was like what where did they get this 
like off rack Maurice's dress. I know. I thought the cut of it was really pretty on her, but the the sparkles on it reminded me of the bags I would have in middle school. And you could had... see that uncut hem. Yeah. I hated it. It it looked so it looked like a like something I would have worn in 6th grade. And it was I feel so like unflattering. she's usually a pretty classy dresser, so I was surprised. I hated it. I was surprised by that. And it had that hanging that weird weight that hung down her back. That oh, like yeah. weighted I got cord. very distracted by that a couple times. It looked like it was it looked like she was connected to her own dress. Like she was it's like is she going to get caught in something? To the butt. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it just looked like a really cheap dress to me. I hated it. Like it, maybe it was from Francesca's yeah. prom line. <laughs> you know Francesca's? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Where everything's like $1.99. Maybe they had budget cuts this season, so she couldn't yeah. get the Vera Wang or whatever designer right. dresses the girls usually get. Right. That could be what. And also, like, I don't know that a lot of, like, stores are really stocking good stuff. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a anyway, good then we had Jordan, the tall drink of water, who's like seven feet tall, so beautiful. Oh my so gosh, handsome. I was like, is this guy in the NBA? Not yeah, he he's didn't tall, say he was. but he like he has the look. He dresses like a lot of guys do in the NBA. I was like, yeah, no, I thought he was super cute. I really yes, liked him. He was. Um, then we had Jason, who came up. He's thirty-one. He came up wearing like a pregnancy belly, which was a callback to something that almost no viewers understand. Because let's I know. be honest. Most people who are watching this season did not watch Juan Pablo's season, and they don't remember Claire when she was 30 years old. No, absolutely not. Like, they have but no I idea what he's... I did think it was funny. It was kind of funny, but it was just like, what is this? Like, was he no. watching that show back then? I don't think so. I feel like we needed that um, reminder as a viewer. Like, if ABC would have shown her do that in her season, I think it would have been funny. It was a yeah. bit of a miss on their part. In my yeah, opinion. obviously it was like the producer was like, uh, shove this in your belly. Yeah. Um, then <laughs> and we if had you don't, Kenny. Th- you're gone. Yes, we had Kenny, 39, boy band manager. Absolutely looked the part of a boy band manager in every yes. single way. Absolutely, and I loved the fact that he had her dogs on his shirt. On yes, yeah, that was actually her, pretty cute. Shirt. I thought. I loved that. Being, I'm a dog owner, and I'm obsessed with my dog, and I have a golden retriever too. I, I love that her dog was I, there. I think that's a really good I test know. of like if a person is going to be a good for, fit for you if they like your dog. Oh, absolutely. No, I loved that. And I loved the fact he got a shirt. Well, right. the producers probably got a shirt. The producers got a shirt. Someone got a shirt. Yes, still. That still. had her dogs on it. Um, then we had Tyler C., who I thought was creepy right from the get. He had creepy oh, I hated eyes. Him. He, yeah, I can see why she sent him home later. Um, Blake Moiner, which is so funny that there's two Blake M's. They have to go by their full last name. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that. I'm like, I have never seen that before. At least I don't think I have. have I've you never seen, seen it before? before. No, no. That it's two Blake M's. It's so funny. I thought Blake had kind of a dad bod. He was kind of a thick boy. I liked that. No, I liked Blake a lot. I would say he was probably my number two that uh, came out of the limo. Yeah, I, I just liked his vibe. I thought he was super cute. But I don't know if I'd say that based just on his first impression or when he walked out of the limo. But later in the episode, I would yes, say he yeah. grew on me a lot. I think he's somebody I would I could see myself dating. Um, I mean, you, you just it's, you can you can't tell from these introductions really, but just like off the bat, I might choose him because, like I said, I like a thick boy. Um, he's got a big beard. You know, he, he looks does. very normal. He looks super outdoorsy. Yep. He looks yep. like he'd be a good dad. I don't know why. He just oh, gives wow. me the dad vibes. Yeah, he does. Which Claire is like trying to get pregnant tomorrow. So that's true. That's I good. mean, she kind of has to. I was saying this I to know. a friend today. Like, if you were Claire, 
I would be walking around that mansion going, do you want children? Do you want children? Do you want children? And then just being cutting them. Do you want them within the next six months? Because. Like, I'm talking, do you want child right now? Because she's 39. She's like, I'm not playing. Do you want a child? And I'm talking currently. Yes. No. I would have done the same thing. I would have asked every single one of them in my first question. And then just eliminated based on that. And would if you like to try tonight? To me, right. Because I'm down. Right. <laughs> and like the next guy, Chris, 27, if he came out of the limo and like, I know she can't see their chirons, but if yeah. she like heard he was 27, I would be like, I'm sorry, you have to go home. I know. I'm, not I'm kind of surprised that they home. had someone that young. Granted, no, no judgment, but like, no, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. It, it's not right. It's not right when it's a 39 year old man and a 27 year old woman and it's not right the other way around either like they're not in yeah. the right place because because the whole point of the show is the illusion that there's like going to be true love right and right. they're going to start a family together they're going to whatever they're going to be partners for life well there's definitely options for that for people who are far apart in age don't get me wrong but if you're going to like build us the illusion that these two people are going to like get married and have babies don't set them up for that kind of automatic failure when it's like right. clearly the they're not going to be in the same place in life you're the just lead not has different intentions than that like she wants to mm-hmm. be pregnant right now right has she said that before or am i just reading into it no she definitely has said that she wants to have kids but it's interesting because her age is such a huge it's her plot line of yeah they keep her being like the, the 39 season, year old right? bachelorette like colton was a virgin everyone has had their plot line and hers is her age but they haven't talked much about how that re- how that kind of corresponds with her wanting yeah. to have kids she did say the thing much? about like i'm 39 i know what i want i know when i see it which i think maybe they're like people will read in between the lines on that yeah yeah I just think it's like if they're going to really try to set her up for success, why did they get all these 20-year-olds? I mean, they got a bunch of dudes in their late 20s. I would have loved to see some like mid-40-year-olds. I would have oh, loved yeah. it. I mean, we I didn't think see that a been great. suitor that was older I than I think her. it was a miss. I yeah. think it was a miss on ABC's part, especially because like pretty much all the guys are younger than her. Yes. Or by like, 10 years or more. By 10 years or, you know. Or they're 30. Like the oldest one. in age, but... The oldest one that I caught, at least, was Kenny, who's 39, and yes. um, Zach, who's 37. Ed is 36. Dale is only 31. Yeah. And all most of the guys were, like, thirty between 27 and 31. And I just thought, like, that is such a miss on their part because she's not going to get what she wants. Well, so we got about halfway through those guys, and we're going to talk about the rest of the guys because there's so many more to come. But first, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back. Welcome back to the show. Let's talk about the rest of the dudes that showed up on night one. After we had the 27-year-old who is too young, we had AJ who was so creepy I couldn't even keep track of his age or his occupation like he was so creepy he was so creepy and it's so funny because I watched the episode with my best friend last night and her fiance's name is AJ and I was like this guy might ruin the name AJ for me oh I'm so sorry because he like how did he get on the show like there's every single season there are those couple guys that you're like how in the heck did they make it through all those interviews everything he reminds me of Waboom. And he also <laughs> reminds me 
of Daniel from Winter Games. Oh, boom. Oh, yeah, you gosh. Remember, and you remember Daniel, how creepy he is with that, like, wide-eyed stare? That was AJ for me. That is not a category you want to be in in no. Bachelor Nation. Um, then we had Easy, who's 29. Definitely my favorite. And I know I they're setting him up for him. fan favorite. And maybe they're setting him up for fan favorite because he and Taysha are going to click. But Easy is, like, Ooh. so likable. He's so cute. Him. He just, I, everything about him was great. I thought it was so funny that he, like, came through the sign that said, your future husband, and just had so much personality. Yes. And he and had, he was wearing get the salmon the suit. Too. That's true. Oh, yeah. He looked so handsome. Um, but remember how the salmon, like, suit jacket went around on Hannah B's season? Like, every man wore that salmon suit jacket. Well, Easy was the first person to come in in a full salmon suit and absolutely just crush it. No, he looked great. And he yes. made some comment later in the episode about, like, he was like, I thought we were all here for Claire. Now it's turning into a potluck. <laughs> and that was my, one of my favorite lines because everyone, like, someone brought popcorn, someone brought cookies, and I was dying. I thought it was so good. It's like, yes, thank you for being honest about how bizarre some of these entries are. Yeah. I just hope they don't, like – tokenize him to be like the funny guy and then never give him a chance to actually be you know because we always see that on the season there's always one person right who, and it's usually a black person yeah you're that they right. use as like a humor point who's like funny relatable and then we never get to see them have any sort of love connection right you with don't actually lead. see any depth to their yes. personality because they again, don't we include those hearts mm-hmm. and we didn't so far so i'm hoping that he gets more spotlight and that Maybe he doesn't – well, obviously, no one's going to click with Claire outside of Dale, but I hope that he right. does click with uh, Tisha if he gets a chance to. Um, then we had Chasen, who's 31. I'm making a prediction right now that he's the villain of the season. Oh. I don't know why. He just gave me full villain vibes. He was when super weird. When he walked weird. up in that knight in shining armor suit and, it took him like and then said nothing about it to her. There was no. no pun. He just walked up, and I was crying laughing. I'm like – what are you doing, dude? And also, if you do that, you have to acknowledge it to her. Right. He just started undressing. Yes. He just took it all off. It took him like an hour to remove it. And then he left it there and they <laughs> showed it at the end. And then he was like, I'll see you inside. Yep. And then we like had kind of like. could have been better spent. Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. We had some rapid fire ones. Ed, 36, came in a bubble. He was kind of like, he looked like a caveman. Yosef, who we see later on with moon pies. Um, Jordan C with popcorn, Zach with a fart proposal. I don't know. Yeah, I was and then Brandon, um, Brandon, who's 28, he did a cheek kiss. She did like the cheek kiss, though. She called that out specifically. It's true. And then we have the grand entrance, Dale. They, it's like they the lights. So they spent so much time him. on this. We got to see him, his he- foot to head entrance from the, the limo. We don't get to see that for everybody where it's like his toe We didn't even get that out. for Claire. No, I know. It's true. We didn't even get it for Claire. She just showed up in that crappy dress. And Dale yeah. comes out <laughs> and it's like the whole world goes in slow motion. And they acknowledge each other in this way where it was like so obvious that she had com- Googled every inch of his body. She, she knows everything about him. She and was it was like, like it's so the nice cool to factor see was negative person. at that one moment. Yeah. <laughs> This is she my was like, person. Oh, I hi. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, pick your jaw up. I know. 
It was like he was the bachelor and she was yes. a bachelorette contestant. She was shaking. And you know what? He was too. He was super into it. And after he like goes inside, she, she's like crying and fanning herself. And she's like, I just met my husband. I, I just met my husband. That's the man I'm going to fall in love with. It was so intense. So intense. And Chris and Harrison Chris comes out, like, of course. He's like, what's up, Claire? He absolutely crept out from the back of a bush and was like, Claire, was what are you doing? The bush. Yeah. He had that bed. Just you for Dale, the producer was Only like, Chris set. I think she's having an emotional <laughs> breakdown. Chris, come you're only here. here for one night of the whole season to record your intros and outros, but please come to the set. Yes. Uh, Chris said, we cannot have the Bachelorette decide on her husband tonight. We need a few more episodes. Oh, my God. The memes that came out about, like, Chris Harrison being like, no, no, no. When so Claire's just obsessed with one guy was yes. too good. The internet is loving it. What she needs, like, what, this is where we need JoJo to have hosted the, this episode. JoJo should have been there to be like, stop. Claire, you're out of control. Like, it's, like it's you important need to, to know what you want. Give other guys a chance. You need to, like, calm yourself and not fall in love with the first person you see because that is why you're still single. Mm-hmm. And you're trying not to be. Okay? So the reason that it's not working out for you in relationships right now is because every time you meet someone, you fall in love with them. And it it's like an infatuation. Out. Like, she becomes infatuated with someone. She thinks that's love within only a couple of days. She did that with Benoit. I mean, I'm sure that was part of the deal with Juan Pablo, you know? So it's like, it's an infatuation versus love repeatedly. So it's like, is that going to work out in the end for her? Who knows? Right. He's hot. He's like a hot dude. He is hot. Yeah. And he's like got every, he's got every good physical quality that people want. Like the perfect skin, the perfect eyes, the perfect hair, like perfect body. And he's super nice and easy for her to talk to. I can see why she was like, cancel the show. I love him. I got him. No, he's great. I think he's, yeah. There were some interesting things that came out of these limo entrances. Mainly, I could not stop fixating on the fact that almost nobody was wearing socks. And they were all wearing these high water pants, extremely fitted jackets to the point where like they, they had to really pull them in super tight in order to button them. And then very fitted pants that stopped at the ankle and no socks. It was like everyone was doing that. I've never seen that before on The bachelor, Bachelorette. Like everyone's pants stopped before their shoes. And then and is like, the goal that you have trend? no socks? And then I mean, no is socks. That, well, is that like it was a probably Palm really Springs warm. Look? Yeah, it was really warm true. in Palm Springs. That's I true. also was dying when they're showing the footage of all the guys getting into the limo. And I'm like, what? Is that limo going to go a block? <laughs> the resort is only so big. Like, I just did a they loop. were probably in the resort for or in the limo for two seconds. Yeah, yeah, without even the AC on. Yeah, I didn't love the fashion. Uh, I don't. I don't really get the whole ankle reveal thing. In like, this, it kind of looks socks, like you, your pants don't fit. It's very They're weird not to fitted me. correctly. It's yeah, I didn't weird. like it, but it seemed to be very trendy. Um, so then we see her go on like. A bunch of one-on-ones. She she basically only wants to be with Dale. She spends the entire time that she can with Dale. Says she just wants to talk to him for hours. And then Dale's and like, you know I just want to sleep with him. She was thinking about him the whole time. Oh, for sure. He was like, That's I just want to hang out with her for hours and then maybe go to sleep with her. I was like, okay, Dale. 
Oh, do you, Dale? I think a lot of guys are thinking that, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, there's a lot of uh, dudes walking around talking to each other. The one thing I thought that was so funny is that Claire just took off her shoes, like, right away. I know. I did notice that, too. But I was like, I probably would do that, too. My, oh, yeah. She it's, probably it's the stood most there for thing. hours no, she's waiting like, for those I guys to get out of the limo. I'm done. Did she I'm put done. her flats on? Because some guy gave her flats. Oh, no. She was just fully barefoot. Oh, perfect. Just dragging around her crappy little dress. And then we see the only other really drama that we saw that night, besides just like the constant Dale, was this thing between Tyler C. and Yosef, which I almost don't even want to put words to or time to because it's so petty and so stupid. It's so petty, and it clearly shows that they didn't have much drama the first night that they could show. Right. That, I think the guys are going to be more mature this season simply because of their age, but... There wasn't that normal first night like, oh, they got too drunk, so no, they yeah. said something bad. None of that happened. And so they had to take this really dumb thing between two guys and make it into something it really wasn't. Right. And don't get me wrong. Yosef is not, does not seem like a good dude. He seems like a slime ball. But For if sure. I were Tyler C., I would just let her figure that out on her own because the big one of the biggest mistakes that these – Contestants have they never watched make, this before? You yes, never they win always when you make do the that. contestant of uh, the problem of like talking about someone else and just don't do it. Just let it go. It will come around. Like you she never will figure win out that you do that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't think that Tyler C should have sent been sent home because he actually wasn't the problem there. Yosef was kind of like instigating this weird conversation. But I loved when she he's Yosef pulled Claire aside, ruined someone's time. Sat down with Claire, and then Claire was like, oh, okay, well, we'll just bring Tyler over here. She brings him over, sits him down, and then she was like, okay, well, I'm leaving now, so you two can work this out. I know. I actually thought that was awesome. I've never seen a Bachelorette be so, like, forward on the first episode. Yep. And she was, she was and assertive. I think that was the best way to deal with it. Granted, Tyler got sent home, but the producer sent him home. Yes, like, and they she, kept That Yosef. wasn't her like, choice. She would have sent them both home, because when she called Yosef's name, she made the the biggest stank face I've ever seen. She was like, huh. I think okay, Yosef will Yosef. be the villain this season. Yeah. I think he will repeatedly be the issue. And then yes. I also think they're going to try to make Dale look bad too. Well, so they, they tried to make him look bad in the preview. I don't know if that was just creative editing for the preview because we do get that a lot. Like, remember when they tried to make Kelly look bad in the previews? Oh, And then yeah. in the actual show, she didn't look like she was doing anything wrong or being a bad person. But they edited it so oddly in the previews that you started to think that she was going to be the villain. So I'm going to guess right. that's, what, that's what we're seeing is that creative editing. Well, it's also probably just, right, statements from the guys that are jealous because I guarantee you there's a point in time where she knows it's Dale and she spends all of her time with Dale and all these oh, yeah. guys I mean, are she, uh, confused. From the preview, it looks like they have sex. Oh, yeah. They're like in so, bed together. Yeah. Like in the first week. So I can't wait. Yeah, Claire. Work um, it, girl. She also has a kiss with Blake, which I thought was a really, like, nice moment for them. I mean, they that was, like, totally yeah. a, a pretty hot kiss, I thought. Blake was yeah. Blake was um, talking to her about, like, he basically was saying that he, he knew she was struggling, and she said thank you for reaching out for, for the struggle that she was going to going through. I didn't realize that her mom, like, has Alzheimer's or her mom is struggling with that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it makes me wonder if that's something that – they've just avoided talking about in previous um, Bachelor episodes or, with her. Or, or that it started maybe because, 
yeah, maybe it's new. And that she fell and she like broke her nose and she her Claire was helping her. And I don't I can't tell if her parents are divorced. And so she has more responsibility to her mom or whatever. But right. um, it sounds like she's gone through a lot in the pandemic times. And he like brought that up, which is I thought good. Yeah, I thought that was a really sweet interaction. That was one of the reasons why I really liked Blake. And I think if we didn't know that she chose Dale, I would say Blake was probably his Dale's biggest threat yep. for Claire because it seems like they had a good connection and that she genuinely was happy to be there and talking to him. And I didn't get that vibe with really any other guy No, at no, all No, she last was night. not interested in anybody else. She, had, no. she has only has eyes You could tell it was so forced for her yep. and exhausting. So then we get to the rose ceremony, and she sends home Tyler C., fine. Um, Chris, I don't know who he was. Tattoos guy, and someone else whose name I did not track. Um, no, I did not notice weird. anyone notable that got sent no. home besides Tyler C., just because he caused drama. One thing I thought was really good is, like, this season is a really diverse casting, way more so than previous seasons. There's a lot more, like, men of color. There's a lot more people from different parts of the world, um, different ethnicities. Absolutely. Like, just really good in that way. Not the best diversity It's not age. all just white bros. Right. And, to, and the first episode, she, in sent, she sent home, like, three white guys. Yeah. And one now, guy who... Do you uh, think that's a Claire decision or a producer decision being smart? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's hard to say. Like, it. I don't know what happens on the back end. I, I would guess that Claire is probably somebody, based on just the types of men that she's dated on the shows that she's been on, I think she's probably somebody who has a diverse range of interests in her partners. Oh, absolutely. I agree and, with that. Yeah. And she seems to be, like, pretty liberal. I mean, it's hard to tell, right, obviously, because those people are – the, those people don't always put out their, like, politics and stuff. But she seems to me like a liberal person who's, right. like, trying, you know, who is not closed-minded. She's not super religious from what I can tell. So I feel like she'd be somebody who would be interested in dating, like, lots of different types of men. Yes. No, I totally agree with that. And I definitely have gathered that, I mean, throughout her whole, you know, time with Bachelor Nation. But um, I, she really grew on me last night. I didn't know how I felt about her being a bachelorette or the bachelorette, but I really enjoyed watching her last night. And I me think too. I was a little nervous. She was going to be a little too strong of a personality to like, give me what I want. Be here for me. Like super aggressive about her delivery. But I thought she was really good last night. And I, well, I actually um, kind of, I kind of want more of that Claire back because the thing that disappointed me about last night was the, like I said, the amount of time she just said, I love that. I love that. Right. I like that. She was I love actually, that for me. Right. Yeah. It was she so was very fake. passive in some ways when yes. that's not how they promoted her to be as the bachelorette. So no. I, I hope we kind of go back to that happy medium of seeing those stronger statements, that person, strong personality, and um, but not too strong because I right. think that can I just be I hope she finds like her footing and, and too the nerves much wear off. to watch. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Me too. I really liked her. And so, like, what are the things that you're most looking forward to? Because this is, you know, episode one. We didn't get a ton from it, but we did get a juicy, juicy preview. So what are you, what are your, like, top three things you're most looking forward to? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I'm really excited to see, like, the transition between Bachelorettes. I think that's going to be the most dramatic part of it all when, like, Chris Harrison is like, the path you're going down 
doesn't end well for anyone. Like, I'm really excited to see that conversation yes. just because, I mean, A, you have to love Chris Harrison and B, I think it's going to be even bigger than people think it's going to be. Um, I think she's not going to act like a normal bachelorette at all or no. how any of them have before, which props to her for that. You know, the whole point is to find love um, in theory. <laughs> I'm excited to see Blake and some of the other guys' reaction to everything because I think they're going to feel railroaded by it. And I think they're going to be upset that they went through all this with COVID. Yep. Um, and then I'm just excited to see how it's going to completely swap out when there's a new bachelorette. Yes, like, who they're pretending comes we don't in. know. I, I think – yeah, I think Claire's season is going to be what everyone thinks it's going to be. It's going to be she had her night one, she met the guys, she fell in love with Dale when she saw him, in, and then continue, like has a couple of dates with other guys but discovers she really only wants to spend time with Dale. They leave, we have a new bachelorette. And then what that's going to look like I think is going to be nobody knows what that's going right. to look like. Which I I'm bet you she does for. her first one-on-one -on -one with Dale. And mm -hmm. she just, like, can't look back from there. They have a great date. Yeah. She can't stop thinking about him. I bet you they have sex, like, probably Absolutely. maybe even the same night mm -hmm. right away. But I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I really want to see her connection with Dale because I do like him and I, I like that they are in love with each other. Um, I want to see, like, more from Easy. I'm really looking forward to getting to know him yep. more. I obviously can't wait for Tasha. I really wanted Tasha to be the Bachelorette in the first place. So I'm very much looking forward to having her on board. But in terms of, like, what Claire is dealing with, I just want to see a classic Claire breakdown. Because she oh, has had yeah. a big, huge emotional breakdown on every show she's been on, and I can't wait to watch it. Which I feel like there's been some promos that show a breakdown, so I think we're going to get that as viewers. Oh, I yeah. I, I don't think we're walking away from this without a big Claire moment. No, absolutely not. And plus, they they chose Claire, I think, because of her her drama. She's she's dramatic, like she is. She feels things very strongly. Last night, a lot of her lines sounded like they were coming from a Hallmark movie. That's who yes. she is. And so, I think, as some of them are super happy, we're gonna get those really sad ones too. Those really sad lines. So it's gonna be very interesting. Well, um, listeners, I'm curious to hear from you what you're looking forward to, but also like what you caught in the preview because I watched it three times and it just goes so fast. There's so much detail in there. So if you caught anything that you think you you have with your sleuthy eye that maybe we wouldn't have seen, um, you can comment on our post on Instagram. You can tweet at us. You can message us on Facebook or you can email us um, at hello at yougetarose.com or our handles at yougetarose everywhere else. Thank you so much to my guest today, Lisa Adams. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. It was nice Reliving to see you the again. night one. I was so excited for it. Yes. And it finally happened. It finally, finally, after months and months and months of waiting. So, Lisa, where can we find you? I will be recapping The Bachelor every Wednesday on Twin Cities Live. That's 3 to 4.30 on Channel 5 right here in the Twin Cities. Can't wait to watch. Um, thank you to Angela for the hot gossip about Bachelor Nation, which we really didn't even get to touch on, but was so informative and helpful. If you have any um, hot gossip to share, you know where to reach us. We're always looking for more. Thank you to Beth, our producer, for her excellent work making us sound great all the time. And join us next week for more You Get a Rose. We'll see you then. For more on the show, visit yougetarose.com. 
or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at You Get a Rose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from My Talk 1071. Hear more great podcasts on MyTalk1071.com.